All right, let's drill down on some of these things that are certainly worthy of our consideration. Alyssa Freeman has joined the panel this afternoon, PR and pop culture media expert. Good afternoon, Alyssa. Good afternoon, John. Always good to be here. Likewise to have you here. Thank you. Michael Diamond, campaign strategist and political commentator with Upstream Strategy Group. How's Michael? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And Rocco Rossi, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. How's Rocco doing? Nothing tougher than a diamond. (laughs) Whoa, okay. It's almost an ad. (laughs) Let me ask you this. We're eight days out from the rollout of legalized pot, and uh, there are some sketchy details on enforcement and uh, the online stores. I just asked Premier Ford. What concerns you most about the rollout of legalized pot in eight days, Alyssa? How all the kids are going to try and jump on and get this. I mean, that's the one thing that concerns me as a parent. And we had this conversation with my daughter when she was home this weekend for Thanksgiving. We're going, you know, in less than two weeks or just about a week, you're going to have pot legalized. And she just sort of looked at us and went, so, you know, sometimes I think that uh, fears of uh, as a parent may be misplaced and that kids maybe have their heads screwed on better than we think they do. But that's the one thing that I find worrisome. All right. How about you, Michael? The odor. I think it's repugnant. <laughs> oh, I, I hate you? it. And uh, walking through downtown Toronto, it's already bad. I just fear how much worse it's going to get. Uh, uh, you know, that's that's my personal concern. All right. Well, it's personal uh, or it could be societal. Rocco, how about you? Well, the reality is we're, we're making a lot of this stuff up as we go along. And for me, the thing that um, is most troubling beyond the issue of the kids and, and underage is really... Um, proper testing, um, because you know you're you're handing um, the police and you're handing employers uh, an enormous issue around how then are you going to uh, how are you going to test? Uh, it's one thing to say it's legal, but this is an intoxicant. Uh, you shouldn't be using heavy machinery. You shouldn't be out driving cars. Uh, and quite frankly, we don't have an agreed upon instrument to do the the testing and i think that's a fundamental flaw in the rollout all right uh well to wit we've got the toronto police service and mark saunders the chief earlier today mentioning there's going to be a 28-day prohibition for any active duty cop to be using pot even though it's legalized uh you're going to have to be off it for 28 days to report for duty which Leads to the question, obviously, who's going to check? How would you know? 28 days, uh, unless there's something I'm missing here in the vetting. But uh, does that make sense to you, making it a 28-day prohibition, Alyssa? Well, what doesn't make sense to me is that why should I have to worry that cops are going to be high? So that's the the one thing that, I, that I'm worried about. Well, but because it's legal. It's like booze. It's like tobacco. I understand, but I sort of uphold certain sectors of society to have better judgment, especially when they are in a position where they're protecting citizens. So for me, I mean, yeah, I get the 28 days, and I understand where he's coming from, but it worries me that he would even have to say it. All right. So what are you saying? 28 days is appropriate given the... Uh, fact that we give them a badge and a gun, and therefore they are a different type of person? Or uh... It should be every day. It just shouldn't be 28 oh, days. Oh, so zero tolerance across the board. Correct. Okay, well, now we're getting somewhere. Michael? Look, I mean, on a personal level, I absolutely agree with you, but this is a substance that is being legalized. I don't like that it's being legalized. Uh, I, I wish for many reasons that this uh, prime minister had not won the last election. This is definitely on the top of my list for that, but it's a legal substance. Uh, I think it has to be viewed like alcohol, and obviously there'd be a zero tolerance policy 
for a member of the force showing up or uh, drunk or drinking uh, well on duty. But I think we have to look at it uh, that way. So if they show up under the effect, yeah, that's uh, no good and they should be dismissed. If they use it well on duty, absolutely not. But uh, to use it when they're off duty on a weekend, whenever, I mean, it should be treated like alcohol as much as I personally find it distasteful. Again, this is one of those things that we're going to be making up as we go along. One of the the reasons that the chief is struggling with a time frame is unlike alcohol, it stays in your bloodstream far longer. It stays uh, and it can be detected. And so then the question is, you know, at what point is it ceasing to have an impact on judgment? Um, and having the 28 days is trying to set, you know, an incredible buffer uh, for that. But the reality, as Michael says, is once you legalize a substance, then um, you, you're you're in a very difficult circumstance to be able to restrict. Do you think, for example, the uh, association, because they're looking into it, you know, legally, uh, could even cite this as a rights case? Well, for sure, if it's legal, again, it's it's the question of, of um, that some are held to a higher duty because of the role that they have. But then how are you going to enforce it? Are you going to have random testing, which is already causing, I mean, and that's where you get into uh, the rights issues in an even bigger way, as we've seen uh, in multiple jurisdictions. What worries me is sort of this, as as you point out, Rocco and and Michael, is that there's this inconsistency of regulations and that we're kind of flying the plane and building it at the same time. And I even noticed a while ago that the Globe and Mail had a big um, conference that you could pay for to attend to understand how pot legalization will affect your company. It was sold out within days because I think people actually don't know. So what happens in the industry? It's a growth industry. I mean, there's a conference on this twice a day and four yeah. times on Sunday. But it doesn't seem to make any difference. I mean, we're still all sort of wondering and, and, and sort of making it up as we go along. Oh, that's kind of how the show works, too, so I understand. I have some sympathy yeah, for the authorities. That's what they legalized Oakley long ago. <laughs> I Civilization have a, I have a 28-day prohibition on Oakley before work closed. And you're so. a different type of drug, John. <laughs> yes, I am. Love is the drug. Well, you know, there's another uh, human rights case that's been taken up here in the province of Ontario, and that has to do with the sex ed curriculum. Just had the premier on. Uh, he wouldn't speculate as to whether if it's uh, considered to be a right that needs to be upheld, he would use the notwithstanding clause. He wouldn't bite on that much, but uh, that would be another case where he might be uh, within his purview to do so. But we'll come back and we'll discuss that. Many more topics worthy of discussion, uh, whether or not term limits ought to be the next shoe to drop in so far as city or municipal councils are concerned. And of course, Mitzi Hunters also talking about a prohibition, not on guns, but on ammunition. We'll see what the folks have to say about that. Alyssa Freeman, Rocco Rossi, Michael Diamond on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We, we seem to be ready, but it, again, it's a, it's a trail that uh, no, one, no one's ever experienced. We're going to blaze a new trail, and right across this country, this was dumped on us from the federal government. Uh, our number one priority is to make sure we, we keep our kids safe, keep it away from schools, make sure there's proper education on it, but uh, I, think we're, I think we're ready right now.